You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Thanks for tuning in. Sluts and Scholars is a sex-positive, shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter. While we love to give advice and resources, please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy. Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars where we talk smart and fuck smarter. I'm Nicoletta and I'm a marriage and family therapist and sexologist. And I'm Simone and I am a first year law student and uh, like talking about fucking. This week we are joined by Janine, uh, who's like so coolly like vaping as I read this. It's great. I love it. She just is like so fucking effortless. Effortless. She's the co-founder of Warm Incorporated, which makes heat-based accessory products that can elevate intimacy and amplify orgasms. Basically, hot sex toys. Literally hot. Uh, there's two heat-based products on the market right now, and they are both award-winning within the industry and with customers. Uh, Janine has a background in high-end products and luxury customer experiences and also has medical training. So it's basically a super powerful combo that can be appreciated in every deal, every detail of Warm's products, which is kind of a line best described as the result of an orgasm so intense it launched a brand. Welcome, Janine. Well, thank you. Oh my goodness, that was that was quite the introduction. I want to meet me. I know. It's, it's a very, like, arousing introduction. Wow. <laughs> Did I do all that? Oh, my God. Hi, yeah. ladies. Good morning. So for people who ignorantly don't know what warm does. <laughs> Just kidding. Ignorant. I guess I'm okay. in that bucket, so. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever called you that. So but people who are out in the cold. Exactly. What, what does warm... Oh, Oh, I see what you did there. I'm a little slow that? on that. On the uptake. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so what does Warm do? What is mm. Warm? Well, Warm is the name of the company, and then it's also the name of our flagship product, Warm. That one is a vegan pouch, which is just such a, just not the right word to describe it. I haven't come up with a better one. If anyone comes up with a better one, I'm running a contest. It's basically an envelope-shaped clutch almost like a Prada bag. It actually was designed along the lines of a classic Prada bag um, so that it can be just sitting right on your nightstand, discreet yet completely hidden in plain view with all of your favorite sex toys inside. You press a button and every toy can become a heated toy. Oh. Oh. I'm sure you guys have seen the toys on the market that, that warm up, they self-heat. And what I realized was, what if that's not my toy? What if it doesn't rub me the right way or buzz me the right way or, or fill me the right way? <laughs> so any toy that I know works with my body can now be a heated toy. Touch is our second and complementary product, and it is an automatic dispenser that also warms your favorite lube. Yeah. I'm just going to stop right there oh, for a moment. My Enjoy God. your faces. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, wait, so can, I'm assuming there's toys that obviously specifically are for warming, but are there ones that like you shouldn't warm? Yeah. I have not found any that can't be warmed. Um, so in fact, like battery operated, battery, battery operated, toys? rechargeable, all the, I mean, the obvious ones, metal, ceramic, glass, of course, warm wonderfully, silicone, um, yeah, truly have not found a toy that can't safely go inside and be warmed up. I'm sure the ones that are like already not safe and have not good ingredients probably like don't do as well. Why are well, you fucking but they were using like those to anyway? Begin with. Right, exactly. I was so trying to avoid that and not say that. We'll just say the word jelly. Ew. Yeah, jelly. I, as a woman, do not recommend jelly toys. Yeah. Could you warm them in the product safely? You could. And just me personally, I don't use them with my body. Yes. What Fair made, enough. What made you feel like you wanted to warm stuff? Oh, mm, I have an amazing lover. He's really <laughs> incredible. Um, he's Mr. Warm. He's also LJ, but Mr. Warm's just kind of hotter. So early in our relationship, getting intimate, getting to know each other, he knew that I had some sexual trauma from my past. And he's an engineer and he's a gold star slut. That's what I call him. Like he loves to be the best. 
loves to be the best. He loves to succeed. He loves to be like the one that you remember. It's nice to have someone like getting after that in the bedroom. Right? I want to be the best. Right? He yeah. wanted to like- In my highly competitive nature. Absolutely. Knock my <laughs> socks off. He wanted to provide sensations, but also a sense of safety that I hadn't experienced in a really long time. So he racked his little engineering brain and had this beautiful idea one night, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know he had done it, where he had my toys warming under the bed while we were doing foreplay having wine and having a good time, and then told me to lie back and just receive. I sometimes have to pause there because my whole body just reacted. <laughs> In a good way? <laughs> In a really good Obviously. way when I remember it. Tablespoons. So it's it good was, to pause and remember that stuff. It was amazing. I had never felt anything like that. I had never felt the sensation. Even, even a, a partner is only going to get as warm as your body. His penis in me is going to match the temperature of my vagina. Having something warmer than my pussy as I was orgasming, was this entirely new layer of feedback. I was contracting around this toy and receiving information in the opposite. Does that make sense? It's still hard Mm. for me to describe, but I literally fell out of the bed and started crying from the orgasm. It was so powerful, mentally, emotionally healing, and just fucking hot. Like, my whole body was like, what the fuck? fuck was that? Like, oh my God. <laughs> and I became obsessed. I like feel tearful when you're like, my. <laughs> maybe I'm just, it's the morning and I'm tired, but I'm like, no, oh, like that my, sounds so nice. My body is reacting to what you're describing. And I have even felt that like my clit is going like, ba-boom, ba-boom. Hello, hello. Someone, right. someone called it a, a pussy heartbeat. A pussy oh, heartbeat. Yeah. My good pussy's heartbeat just got a little elevated. I love that. Right? It's a good description. Oh, that's an area you'd want high blood pressure. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> it's like when you, when, you, when you feel and you're aware that it's there and like oh. doing its thing and not just excited, but just like responding. Yes, yeah. responding. And you're like so very good. mindful that it's, that it's present. Some, I, I've like definitely said that. Like I remember one time when I had like kissed an ex that I hadn't seen in a while, like that we had like kind of agreed that we weren't going to be kissing anymore, but then we kissed and then I was like, Whoa, my pussy just started throbbing. And I just said it and I had and I didn't think anything of it. And then I had to leave. Like it wasn't like a, we didn't like do anything afterwards. And like I like received subsequent texts, like many being like, that comment was so hot. Like blah blah blah. Which is like a really funny thing. It's true. But, I hadn't thought of that's really yeah, when you get that throb and you become aware of it. And, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the heartbeat. That's such a cool experience though, Janine. I we I think we've talked yeah. about it once on the podcast before, but I used to go to an OBG who um, <laughs> they would heat the speculums. Oh, right. And it was like a very, I almost like didn't like it because it was so foreign mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, like you wanted like, I was to be used mean to and cold. Yeah, I was used to it being like mean and cold and just having to like separate it from comfort mm-hmm. almost. Like I was like, okay, you know, you just breathe and it's kind of uncomfortable, but you go with it. But to have- Something warmed up. The, Sounds it was like almost of course uncomfortable. Want that. That's that's huge. That that you remember that. That is what made the experience so powerful. It wasn't uncomfortable, and I also wasn't in stirrups in a gynecologist's office. Yeah. I was safe with my lover at home in a in a designed setting for my comfort. But that I had a moment exactly like you had. My brain didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It, I describe it like like a Rolodex, those old-fashioned Rolodexes, and everything that I thought that I knew about sex was like, do I do this? Do I do that? Do I go on my left side? Do I go on my good side? Am I supposed to moan? Am I supposed to, you know, all of these shoulds. This like autopilot of sex, I became very aware of it. This sensation of, he did this, what should I do? I got through my Rolodex and I had nothing. I literally didn't know what to do and I realized I had been given such permission to do nothing but receive. Yeah. yeah. Just lie there and take in this new sensation mm-hmm. and being that aware again, not anticipating, not like, oh, I felt this or oh, I do this, or but just totally being able to go into my body and experience the pleasure that he wanted me to have just blew my heart wide open. 
Yeah, I think that's a really interesting thing you're bringing up because we have this like, I don't know if either of you are familiar with the term pillow princess. Yes. So oh, if, yeah. So <laughs> we have this, there's this. Maybe I've heard that once or twice. <laughs> but so that's the thing. Like there's this element in our culture about like, okay, you can't be like a dead fish and just lying there. Oh, and also yeah. if you're just lying there and taking all the pleasure, you're also doing something wrong. And, but I, right? Like, but, but at the same time, like, I think that being able to just receive pleasure is kind of the best sort of sex. Like, for, like I love right. just like lying there and receiving pleasure. And then I'm like reciprocating that. Maybe not in the same session, but that doesn't, like, we have this I like weird thing where you're if saying. you're just receiving, mm-hmm. it's like not good. But like, how many times has like, have like you given a blowjob and then that's the end of the experience? Yeah, or if you're receiving, it's supposed to be like a performative receiving. Perform- <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so you're yes. supposed to respond in a certain way. You're supposed to be this loud and be the, you know, it, it's almost like you owe the person giving it to you to affirm like how good of a lover they are. Yeah. Yes. So, that, like, maybe you don't have to do anything. What should I be doing? Yeah, you have to like, like how do I let them know that this is great? <laughs> Yeah, because maybe it's not great, or maybe it takes time, or maybe you're caught or up in your body. maybe it's so great you have nothing to say because yeah. you don't want to put yourself back into your head. Yeah, That's what I would experience. And, and I'll say thank you later. Like, just right now, let me just be... I think, I think a lot of women ha- experience that. It, it takes a lot for me to get out of my head and really, truly drop down into my body. And when, when LJ gives me permission... And 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 I and I know he's sincere. I know it's true. He's not tricking me. I'm not gonna like pay for it later or owe him later. But lie down. Don't mm-hmm. do it. You know, just receive. I have some fun ideas. I want to lay this pleasure on your body and just want you to feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had these conversations. Another thing that happened that evening that Warren was born was this full body sensation of for me as opposed to to me. Ooh. See, all the, I had tons of sex toys. I, I'd used sex toys in other relationships and, and they had performative. They had become performative. Even though it was my vibrator for my orgasm, there still was, oh, I got to make this fun for you to watch. You know, like, or if, if a partner maybe was using my toys on me or, or with me, it was to me. How big of something can I get in there? What's that? You know, it just went to that spot. Mm. And I was being invited to just lie there and feel good. It was pretty powerful. What was he using for this gorilla warm? Like, I'm just, was there like a toaster <laughs> oven under your warm. bed? Or was it like a sous vide mechanism? Like, what was it? <laughs> no, that's a great question. That, um, why did warm turn out the way that it is? We, so I had the experience. I had all the sensations. It was amazing. Of course, then I'm like, what was that? Like, what did you do? How did you do that? Holy cow. So he pulled out this $12 heating pad. Probably I was just thinking that Walgreens, I have one on the couch right? over there. <laughs> yeah, we all know. And I went, oh, oh, that ew. <laughs> Really? That's suddenly not so hot. Like, it was really hot a second ago. You shouldn't have shown me that. So part of it was I'm a sensual and it wasn't sexy, even though the results had been amazing. Then I started looking into heating pads. They're very old technology. I'm sure we've all seen the picture where it's gotten too hot and melted onto itself and it's all brown and funky. It's high voltage electricity um, and they can burn. You know, they can get hot spots. Yeah. So all this information, I started going, well, if I was going to repeatedly, like now, don't touch me with a cold toy. <laughs> so say I want to do this night after night after night, how can I not harm the toys, you know? So it was, it was a long research and development process. What we came up with, warm, is something that adds to the experience. It is so sexy for me. Say it's the end of the day, we're busy, we're tired, we've worked, the kids, all this stuff. I go upstairs, even if I'm just putting laundry on the bed, I look over and see warm on my nightstand and see he's pressed the button. There's a really <laughs> beautiful purple glow. I'm like, oh, well, now. I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I like see it you too, later. <laughs> because it also gives people permission to plan spontaneity. Planned spontaneity. That's yeah, a, I know that yes, sounds like, no, it's like it can't exist together, but especially for long-term, especially monogamous, but, but all couples who are in a, a long-term relationship, I think 
they hold on to this hope that like everything will be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Like, this magical oh, desire. Great sex is gonna, just going right. to fall out of the sky Exactly, tonight. like we'll both have desire at the same time. And we'll, like, yeah, that happens at the beginning, but it's not very feasible mm-hmm. ongoing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like permission to be like, okay, it's okay to plan this. Right. And we can mm-hmm. do whatever we want in that time together. Absolutely. But we're putting in some effort to make this our intimate time. It's funny so say you and I bought concert tickets today. This what concert? Ooh, which one's your favorite? Duran Duran. Um, Duran Duran. Absolutely. <laughs> Not the so real literally Nicoletta's favorite performance. We're on it. Like We're going to make this happen. We have just made it so. Well, so imagine. So we just clicked. I, is it Ticketmaster? I don't even know who does it anymore. But, but so, so we immediately started creating anticipation. The concert's not even for a month, Right. That's planned spontaneity. Wonderful, amazing things are going to happen when we get to the concert that yeah, we can't I got even begin to the prospect imagine. And we haven't even bought real tickets. <laughs> but that we is planned such a wonderful analogy for the spontaneity. So you get all this anticipation. We could have fun conversations about what are you going to do, what are you going to wear, da, 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 for this night way over here, and you can have all this fun. That's not bad. That's encouraged. But we're not supposed to do that with our sex. Thursday night at eight o'clock, let's have a concert in the bedroom, right? Like, why is that such a, why is that not sexy? One of my teachers called it um, simmering and then all day foreplay. Absolutely. Have you, I love that saying, foreplay starts the second the orgasm's over. Ah. Right? Like, just roll right back into that. Yeah, Simone Um, is always correcting me to not call things foreplay. (laughs) Because it's all part of sex. Because it's like, that could be the final, yeah, that could be like the final. It could be the final. Yeah. It could be the best part sometimes. Not some male-chosen penetrative <laughs> right. penis and vagina thing. Right. Um, <laughs> I have a little bit of an idea of why we feel like planning sex is not sexy. Uh, based on what you just said. I think it has. it comes all the way back to this performance thing that you were talking about mm-hmm. and the pressure that we place upon ourselves. I think sometimes when we're not like... I think we feel that if sexy time is planned, we have all the more pressure to orgasm mm-hmm. and pressure for it to be really good, right? Mm-hmm. Like when or you that you have to do it. Like if you right. plan for it and you don't follow through, that that's right. bad. Like if you buy tickets to your Duran Duran cover band concert, <laughs> like you're going to get really, really, really excited for it and you like might have... And you're probably going to have like maybe higher expectations for the Duran Duran cover band concert than if you were just like walking around hoping that maybe there were a Duran Duran cover band concert <laughs> were going on. And so if it were to happen, it would be like fucking amazing. So I think there's maybe an element of that, but I think that that's rectified once we are like, no, I don't have expectations for mm-hmm. the Duran Duran cover band concert. I'm trying to elaborate on this conceit. You just want to keep saying planned Duran Duran cover band concert a lot. She's like putting so much energy into this happening. I love it. But that's what spontaneity is, isn't it? Well, if I I may pop this up a whole paradigm, like, like blow this out, for me, everything you're saying is so true. And for me, that completely shifted the day that I changed my success metric about sex. What is sex? It's not penis and vagina. It's not orgasm, maybe. For me, it is literally just pleasure. Yeah. So say we say Thursday at 8 o'clock, the performance things are all, oh, I better prep. I better be shaved. I better have on thigh highs. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's just get there. Number one, that's a success that we even made it to Thursday at 8 o'clock. Let's celebrate that, right? And then when the goal is just pleasure, we can check in at that moment how are you feeling? I may, I may have a headache. And if sex was the big, you know, end-all goal, we may cancel it. Uh, let's do it another night. If pleasure, just pleasure, where am I at right now? Where are you at right now? What would feel good? A head massage, right? It may nothing. be a 20-minute head massage, yep. right? And that may suddenly make my headache feel better. And we may wind up having sex, but say it was just a head massage. And then let's say the head felt kind of better. So maybe, maybe I did give him a blowjob. We've had a really great fucking Thursday at eight o'clock, right? That's pretty The head damn to good. head is what that's called. Head to head. <laughs> Simone, you just got a gold star. <laughs> wait, wait, what's, wait. Under the, what's under there? I think under I what? Her boobies. The robe. Nothing. 
She's like me. I wish we were all wearing robes. Me. It's all perfume. <laughs> it's quite nice to wear a robe. I have a I have a I friend who does a podcast called Horizontal with Lila. And oh yeah, she's great. It. They just her the, her podcast is she like gives her guest a robe and they both get on robes and like lie down and the mics are above them and like that's oh, how they have goodness. their conversation. What a fun little energy shift. I like that. That's fun. I, lo- I love this. This is fun, though. This oh, is, I'm, you. you know, you bounce it up. Okay. And I just have to tell for everyone who's listening, you can't see what I see. Number one, Simone is stunning. Nicoletta <laughs> is so beautiful and like surrounded by all of this just Thank amazing you. womanly goddess Likewise. gorgeousness. And every now and then, Simone just bounces up. Her robe is silky and flowy and feminine and ruffled. And then it kind of flies open a bit. And there's these really beautiful breasts. Wait, you've seen my breasts? breasts? Is the best podcast ever. (laughs) I am coming back every week. (laughs) Wait, have you seen my breasts? Well, maybe just, we'll bounce again. Let's see what happens. There's, there's, there's a little, there's a little, there's a little, you know. Look at you. Smile. (laughs) Who knew that it would just get get sexier when I moved to the East Coast? (laughs) As long as none of our guests, like, think we're sexually harassing them by the way we on the no, video. this feel no. This is like comfortable, <laughs> juicy. It is early in the Good. morning. Wow, it is, and it's nice. Oh, no. no, you know what? No pressure to perform. No pressure. Simone to perform. wanted to wear her robe, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, something that you um, talked to us about before you went on this podcast was um, about perimenopause, <gasps> and it made me think of it because I was like planning. Mm-hmm. Because if you are somebody who always has to plan, mm-hmm. whether that be because of um, an, an ability disability thing, mm-hmm. or because of a kink, or because you have pain, kids. like yeah, kids, like planning <laughs> kids. may be a part of it. And so, warm, you know, allows you to t- to take that moment to plan. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how aging and sexuality fits. It's into all of this. Mm, I had no idea when we when we started this adventure, which was about two and a half years ago, that I would be entering perimenopause very shortly. And for people who don't know, that's like pre pre menopause. It's the it's like on those cold days. I don't think we have to do it anymore. But you used to have to go out and like warm up your car before you could actually drive your car. So perimenopause is like that space where the car is warming, and the menopause is kind of like after, like yeah. the warm machine. You know, I, I really track everything to warming up, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a warm car, a warm toy. It's very good branding, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an interesting pre, it's, it's, it's what you go through to get to the menopause. Menopause is, is the end, like, woohoo, throw a party. Warming up for menopause. <laughs> right, I'm like, warming up for menopause. Um, and it's for me, my experience. I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out there. Anything I say is just what what I'm experiencing in my body and my reality. Um, it's been uncomfortable. I've had some tears. I've had some grief. I've had these crazy urges to have another baby, which I do not want. But this, like, <laughs> oh my god, it's over. Do I want another kid? Should I think mm. about just this sudden? This like with this whole life of I get to do whatever I want, whatever I want. Like, whoa. That's like indie. anticipated grief. Like I won't yeah. be able to have this. So I don't want a baby just because, you know, I just got warm toys in my life and the kids are like, not, no, it's not starting that over again. <laughs> um, um, I had no idea how much my products would help me in this cycle of life. It's, it's really been so rewarding and more and more customers sharing with me how much it's helped them has, has even given me some tips and hacks and things to do. Even simple things like as the as the vagina starts to dry out, um, a warm toy, holy mackerel, oh. inserting that, and again just letting it be about the pleasure, letting my brain just slow down for a minute, letting my body get in tune with the sensations, and the fact that those yummy bits of our body have very special nerve receptors, and we are biologically hardwired to respond positively. To heat. It's like in there. We, we couldn't fight it if we want to. There have been these great um, little scientific things that they've done. One is if someone is holding a warm cup of coffee or cocoa and you introduce them to someone, they immediately like them more just because they're holding something warm in their hands as opposed to a handshake with cold hands. They've done all these things. Warmth is survival. 
you know, way, way, way back in the caveman's, our brains wired for the belief and, and just this quick acceptance of, oh, I feel warm, warm. Is safety. this is safe, this is good, you're good. So part of that is also what I felt with LJ that night, literally having heat hit those really old neurological pathways. I got this huge feedback loop of, I am totally safe. Everything is good. Everything that happens is good. He is good. This is good. I am good. And it really allowed for more pleasure. Um, with perimenopause, all of those things I just talked about become so important. Mm. It's, it's trickier to get out of my head. Um, anxiety, chemical-based anxiety, there's nothing happening. I have no reason to be anxious, but I'm anxious. Mm. And it's, it's literally the chemicals and the hormones shifting, having, having that warmth, having that permission, having the sensuality even of the products, having the anticipation they create. He can turn it on or I can turn it on at seven o'clock and you know it's an hour until our eight o'clock Thursday and it's like, ooh, those are getting warm. Mm-hmm. That's going to feel good. All these little supplements, sexual supplements, if you will. I love that. <laughs> sexual supplements um, have, have been helping me. Um, and then just psychologically as a woman, oh, <sighs> I'm like, oh, you can see it's like genuinely painful for me sometimes. Feeling vital, still feeling relevant, Mm -hmm. you know, going out into the world and and just noticing and accepting, oh, he called me ma'am. They didn't used to call me ma'am. They used to ask for my number and now I'm (laughs) ma'am. Like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So sometimes I'm bringing that to bed, you know? It's scary. How do you, sorry. No, 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 no. It's, it was scary for a little bit. Like it was. I just had this like, oh my God, I'm an old crone. It's over. No more mini skirts. No more nightclubs. <laughs> um, and then as we hear, and I'm happy to report, it does, has happened for me really quickly, this really sweet excitement of, wow, wow, I am older. I am so much smarter than I've ever been, even about my pleasure. I know how to get my needs met. I know what I want. Um, bullshit, like just no time for it. Really just, <laughs> so, so there is some perks that come too. <laughs> so there is, I believe, um, some, a, a correlation between like menopause, perimenopause and like loss of libido, which is obviously something that you're not experienced or maybe like sort of experienced, but then you were able to bring it back up. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, like, I mean, obviously all the things you're saying like make sense. Like if society is like devaluing you, like at, like what if you feel like society is devaluing you, like at every turn outside of the bedroom, like you're probably not going to want to see how it, that also happens in the bedroom. And so having like a really supportive partner that does still see you as sexy and powerful. And as you said, vital, I love that. Like that comes from like the Latin word for like life, right? Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I think that's really helpful, but I'm curious if you have any tips either from um, customers of the product or friends of yours, like um, that that are in that life space that don't have a partner at home that they can meet that, is also reaffirming what they're feeling about, like reaffirming their sexiness. Like, how do you think that can happen? Mm, I think I think that the key to, to just about everything in life, if, if there's a problem that comes up, my, my number one go-to to at least help make it better is always tribe. Like creating tribe, being in tribe, having support, having love. Community. Community, you know, it's mm. so, so, so important. So even if it's even if it's just getting on meetup.com and finding, you know, uh, hey, let's get massages at the spa once a month with a bunch of other women going through perimenopause or, or make your own. Like, this feels good. Let's go do this. It's juicy. Um, it doesn't have to be intimate touch. I actually learned this from my massage therapist. Any touch, whether it's my massage therapist, whether if you rubbed my back right now, if it's LJ touching me, it's still good. The body's, oh, fuck yeah. the body's bucket is getting filled. You know, it doesn't always have to be your sexy, sexy partner or a sexy, sexy partner. Um, so making sure that, that you're laying, are you getting touched enough? Are you being adored? Doesn't have to be from an intimate partner. Again, I think that's part of the society, society that we've created. Oh, it's not as valuable if it's not from my or it's not okay. or whatever. 
right? Like I have one person who's allowed to touch me that way. Like I'm not allowed to feel good things at the hands of other people. Like there's an element of that being like cheating or something. Or, or sometimes that. for me, I could I felt it. It was the exchange of money. Like, oh, you don't really love me because I had to pay you to massage me for an hour. And I'm like, <laughs> that's such bullshit. Like, yeah. wait a minute. No. I feel that as a therapist because people are like, well, you don't really care because I'm paying you. It's just, it breaks my heart. It breaks oh my, my heart. God. Um, so, so people pay me for my products. I care. I care or I wouldn't have made them. I genuinely want every single person who... And you also have to make money for the work that you do. Yeah, 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 right, <laughs> yeah. And if I, if I really wasn't that passionate, I, I, I wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have gone to school. You wouldn't be in law school. He wouldn't have taken the time to, to learn massage. Like there is caring in there and it's a gift. That's your gift that you give. And yeah, you got to mm. keep the lights on, but that's, that doesn't demean the, the energy exchange between people. I think you bring up something interesting too, and it makes me think of just different levels of wanting. Like, sure, maybe there's times during perimenopause or menopause where you don't want to be touched because mm. maybe it's painful or uncomfortable or you're hot or you're cold or you know, you're just upset about something and like that's okay. It's totally okay. But just because maybe you're not feeling horny doesn't mean you don't have a level of wanting to connect mm-hmm. and Absolutely. be intimate and feel like loved and appreciated. Absolutely. Funny enough, that could segue so perfectly into touch. <laughs> oh, your other product? I, I crack myself up. But it's true. <laughs> touch not only holds lubricants, it holds massage oil. So having this sleek, sexy, yummy, again, press a button, purple glow, instant mental anticipation. So it's, it's electric. You put your hand under it and it dispenses? You just reach so Like a soap dispenser? Like, 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 well, like a soap dispenser. Like but, a sexy but way soap better. dispenser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LJ is an, an What do you mean? Soap dispensers aren't sexy? I'm engineer. He's so incredible. Um, the design of it being a circle, uh, um, it's actually, it looks like Stargate. Someone made that comparison. I'm like, that's so hot. We have made the Stargate of sex. Like, I'm just so proud of that. Is. Oh, Star Trek? Well, well, Stargate. No, it's like a let portal. It. Right? Oh, look like, at pictures. Would you call it a big O? The big old Simone, <laughs> another gold star. <laughs> on just fire. <laughs> yes. So, so, so that enclosed circular shape was literally on purpose, um, so that no no accidental discharge happens. You don't have lube spilling all over when you reach for your remote or your phone, or you, that your hand has to go into the middle. So, oh my god, that's so fucking smart. It's brilliant, right? So it's like it's like a soap dispenser, but there's so much thought that it turns off in an hour. Um, which is really nice, you know, having to like get out of bed and clean this and do that. It's like, oh, everything will just turn itself off. Like just stay gooey and go to sleep. That's um, so good. I'm just imagining like all the crappy lube bottles that I have laying around and they like get all slippery and sticky shiny. and ugly and gross. And just or, like, like you forget to close it. Yeah, and it spills it's everywhere. It's all crusty. Well, and, and even... Um, um, lube crust, sexy. Lube crust. And it like falls down the side of your bed so all like the like dust shit gets stuck to it. And then, <laughs> no, that's just me. Okay. These are some pain points that Dirty we sweat. wanted to solve. Absolutely, absolutely. And even not everybody's monogamous. Um, the um, cross-contamination, being able to just oh, reach out. Right. You're not touching anything. Even play parties. Oh my, we've, we have been hosting oh, that's so some smart. play parties and it's so much uh-huh, fun yeah. with the brand. Well, not in our home per se, but more like endorsing <laughs> and putting, putting touch in the playrooms. Oh my God, it's amazing. Just re- like... Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I can see that revolution. Yeah, yeah that, that's that pretty hot. Sense. Can you put other products in there? You said massage oil. Massage like, oils and I'm trying to think of other, other things that I wish were warm. I don't know. Does it destroy the integrity of products? It does not. It does not. It actually can help the lube stay, again, cross contamination, stay clean. Um, you pop an, open a little cap, unscrew your bottle, pour it in. You haven't even touched anything. Put the cap back on. Um, one of the biggest um, degraders of lube and, and our oils, and the oils go rancid, things like that, it's sunlight. So now it's completely enclosed in this clean cell. Like fingers can't get in there. We, we designed the product. Like there's no need to go inside. You just pour mm-hmm. it in, close the lid. Everything's enclosed. Um, so no, it can affect viscosity just a little bit. If you have a thicker lube, it might make it a little bit more runny. Runnier. Yeah, In my sense. beta testing... Um, Hundreds and hundreds of people, pretty much they all said, I don't care, give me warm lip. 
<laughs> yeah. If it's a little bit runnier, that's a-okay. Give me the one. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm so curious. Like, what temperature are we talking? And can it be self-set both for the lube and the pouches? Oh, fun. It, it's, it's a preset temperature. I just call it the perfect one. That's interesting, though, because everyone might prefer a different temperature. Ding, 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 ding. I went through, I should, I should probably do an Instagram picture of, of all of my notes from two and a half years ago trying to find the temperature. I had um, infrared thermometers. I had like 20 toys. So I had 20 prototypes with all these different kinds of toys and different materials. And I was going in at 15 minute intervals and putting them on my groin, like, hmm. Oh my God, that hmm. sucks. What a shitty way to spend your time. It was a really hard time in life. Right, and then and and interesting enough, different materials Um, at the same exact temperature, glass and silicone will feel totally different. The glass may feel, ooh, that's too hot, and the silicone was like, ah, perfect. So I was like, whoa, mind blown! Like it was, it was really, it really was one of the funnest parts of development. And I imagine you learned a lot about your own body while you were doing. And then I have a pussy heartbeat going real fast right now. God, pussy heartbeat. Check this, you guys are gonna love this. This is this is like, oh, this is lovely. So, so like a couple days, I and I, I had hit it. I'm like, that's it. That's the temperature. That's gonna be our official temperature. This one's a little bit too hot. If but it's like okay, it cools. You know, like wait a moment. LJ will if a toy is quote unquote too hot for my preference, he'll tease it down my back. You know, make it exciting while it gets to that like oh now it's just right. So anyways, I had found this perfect temp. A couple days later, came back in, was retesting all the different materials, the different toys at that temperature and went, ooh, that doesn't feel good. And I was like, what the, I've been working on this for a month. Like, what the heck is wrong? My period was two days away. Like your your basal temperature changes every day. And your pain pain receptors too. Like I remember my... the person who waxes me said, "Like, don't come right when oh, you're ovulating." No, no, that's a bad. Idea. That was when it was like most painful. Yeah, really, that's, ovulating. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. have thought. I would have thought. Um, like it's right before you start your period. Interesting. Hmm. Well, so um, ovulating, your body wants to make a baby. All of your body's gonna wake up and feel every little sensation. So yeah. it changes. So it told. It told. All this research was out the window, and I was like. I don't even have a perfect temperature. And then I realized, too, what if I'm in the mood for too hot? What if I'm feeling kind of not? Burn me, bitch. What if too hot yesterday was just right tonight, right? right? So I was like, oh, my God, mind blown. So what, what I wound up doing, I went back to the drawing board. Warm gets to a temperature that is safe for every toy material that I have found and will not burn your body. And I was like, that's it. That's all I can do. Who am I to tell people what's your warm? What's your warm? Where it's, it's, I would, oh. So what is, just, the, what is this temperature? Oh, God, do you want to even laugh? I honestly don't even remember anymore. LJ could tell you, but he's more the engineer brain. I want to say, guys, 104. Because it, I, realized, I realized the number was so not important. I'm like, oh, my God. So are, you writing down, are you writing down 104? Well, I just had a Fahrenheit to Celsius converter up so we could inform <gasps> our Canadian Stop listeners. Stop it. I that's love it. <laughs> Well, here's, here's what I realized, too, was in the beta testing, I, was, I would tell people, oh, it gets to this temperature, and they would go, oh, my God. And it took a couple beta testers, but in their brain, they were moms. So 104 means emergency fever. fever. It was this like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, no. Like, or a good jacuzzi. Right? I'm like, but you sit in a jacuzzi at 102. So I, I went, oh, this could just jam people up. So it's, it's a safe temperature, won't hurt your toys. All toys will get to a perceivable warmth. That became my goal. Can every toy get hotter than body temperature so that every, everyone who, who enjoys and gets to experience our products gets that same what I call an amplified orgasm, the sensation of me con- um, contracting around something warmer than my body. So Fuck yeah. that became my new success metric. And I don't even remember what That's the number awesome. is anymore. I think I, I do like the word pouch now. Do you like the word pouch? I mean, when I, I first it. heard it, yeah, when I first heard it, I was like, pouch. It's I like pouch. the word moist. It just like doesn't sound as good. But when I think of the context and all of the things that you were talking about in terms of safety and I don't know. I think it's, 
Yeah, it's a play pouch. and comfort. A yeah. play pouch. Play pouch. Play, now that's really cute. I like that. How did you turn this into like such a successful company? Because obviously you had that great night and you were like, this is a good idea. I feel like I've had a lot of those moments where I'm like, someone should make this. That'd oh be great. God. But like actually doing it and following through. <laughs> And all of these tests and everything, like... Oh, my goodness sakes. Well, I, I, I don't think I would recommend what we did <laughs> for, for health Because you did reasons. this with a partner, too. Uh, we, we, some people like extreme sports. Apparently, Mr. Warm and I just like extreme life. So we decided, let's start this relationship. Let's blend together and co-parent and make a blended family out of five children. Um, I relocated states. And, and let's throw a business on top of it. And then get a rescue dog. <laughs> How wow. soon after you met did this happen? Um, first night. <laughs> first night. We, we started obsessing, which is one of the fun parts of development, about six months into our relationship. And that meant after all the kids had gone to bed, we were at the dining room table, like capturing every idea, writing everything down, doing, I would run to Joanne's Fabric, while the kids were at school and just like, what's, what's the shape? Like, like, what is it? I knew I wanted, inclusivity is very, very important to me. I didn't want anyone to feel, well, well what about my toy? My toy doesn't work in there. So how do I make this one design that works with every possible shape and size and this and that? So it was, it was a lot of scrapped Joanne fabric on the floor. So and we, we finally figured it out. You, you, you guys have seen Warm, the, the way that it opens up, the way that when it's closed, that the side flaps open. I wonder actually, if Joanne's knows that they were making crafts for sex did. toys. You guys, I had these three adorable little old ladies, like in their, not, not old, but I should say old. Maybe they still felt very vibrant. They were vibrant. They were incredibly integral to my development. They were on call. They knew exactly what I was making. Two of them like volunteered you know, they were retired, just kind of worked it, but they loved sewing. They were seamstresses. They were so stinking cute. They, they literally gave me a crash course in, in fabrics and materials. And I was like, well, is it going to melt silicone? Will it stick on it? And she was like, are you talking about those dildo things again? I'm like, I am. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So it was, I it was a lot of- I hope you gave them some complimentary <laughs> pouches, pleasure pouches. Um, yes, a, a sweet- Older, amazing woman at Joanne's Fabrics actually sewed my first one, and, and we love very it. Emotional you know moment, so, right? So interesting. Not to not to make you feel yes, bad yes, because sorry. I would say the same thing. How we describe older folks. I know. So we I say they're sweet, cute, adorable. They're sweet, depending on their sexuality. Yes, like kids. And I just was saying a minute ago how much I wasn't enjoying that good catch. No, good but catch. I think it's just a condition. Like, no, you're right. It's, right. You have to be mindfully aware of that. Yeah. Because instead of being like, oh, yeah, like they're awesome, strong women who are also sexual, it's like, oh, they're so cute. It, it, so it, cute. Like you said, someone, it is depriving it's of sexuality. It's diminishing, right? It really yeah. diminishes potential. Yes. You know? That's so well, true. I'm never going to call you, oh, I mean, you are cute and oh, adorable, thanks. but I don't want to like diminish your sexuality. Sexy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, thank exactly. You. Thank you. Can condoms go in it? Sorry. Condoms cannot go in it. Um, I have heat this fun little heat is not really a good thing for condoms. Yeah, don't keep them in your pocket. Don't keep them in your wallet. Don't keep them in your don't car. Don't keep them in your car, right? No, I had this fun idea for like a little pocket on the back of it. Like, oh, condoms, toys. And then I'm like, oh, oh, we'd be making a lot of unintentional babies. <laughs> Never mind. Scrap the condoms. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could, but it would take away the integrity of the condom. Maybe for travel. Yeah. Like, like, say you wanted to throw a handful of condoms, some toys, you know, put it all together in your suitcase and travel with it so all your sex is in one area, but, but not for use. Not, not at all. I have one of those. <gasps> Do that again. <laughs> Look at that. See? Wait, what it's- used to go in there? Because I have one of those. That yeah, looks like so an international was, travel. Pouch. Oh, wait, that's the B-Vibe pouch. This is the pouch from B-Vibe oh, that Alicia sent yeah. us after she was on the podcast. Alicia's and, so great. She's um, great. She's so wonderful. She just won like Woman of the Year or something. With something the it, was, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Congrats, but Alicia. So I, um, it's now my electronics and self pouch. Um, <laughs> I went home. I went home for... Um, I went home for a few weeks back to France and we were also planning on recording episodes. So this pouch fits both my recording equipment for 
<laughs> sluts and scholars and also a vibrator and I also had condoms in here and also lube and then on my flight back to New York I happened to be flying with my father and I was one of those people who are randomly extra screened <laughs> was he standing and watching you oh my god and so I like I only had a carry-on because I'm cheap and didn't want to pay for a checked bag so I like I'm like there's I'm like sent over to like the uh, the two the two screening areas and there's like one guy and one woman and I like got the woman and I was really happy and I was like FYI I have a pouch full of condoms and also a vibrator in my bag just so you know my father is right over there and she thought it was so funny she was like you're good you're good like don't worry about I it <laughs> she was like I it's fine <laughs> it was. So funny. <laughs> oh my god. That that has become a thing. Traveling with toys is really Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll break down that barrier next time. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, like, not with your dad there. Absolutely. I would have been like, oh no. Yeah, oh, but no. you know what? I think you my know, dad's knowing a big your family, family he's supportive. Yeah. Oh, we love Simone's dad. Actually, he refers to that stuff as home physics. He refers to that stuff as home physics, like properly organizing things. I didn't it's funny. I brought that vibrator with me and I didn't even use it. Isn't that interesting? I just had it. Just comfort. I I know many times when I travel, I'll pack up and but it's in some I'm just so in the moment. I'm so in the in the what I'm doing that you know I'll get home and but then I get home really horny. Like <laughs> damn. <laughs> Italy was pretty, but come so on. So you now. brought it to tease you. I brought it to tease me. Do you guys um the crave Vesper? Now see that is my travel hack. There you go. Oh. I just wear it right through TSA, take off his jewelry. And, and if I suddenly go, oh. That's the necklace? The necklace. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? And oh, fuck And it yeah. is, it is fully it's functioning. It's like a silver dangling, working, like, yep. cylinder looking yes. thing. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, we first, uh, the first time I was exposed to the Vester was when we had Susie Q on the podcast, I think. Oh, she wears also one. adorable. <laughs> um, and, no, I see it everywhere. I, like, kind of really want one. Love Crave, if you're listening, um, we are really interested in the Vesper. <laughs> Send us some. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Michael, did you hear that? <laughs> No, it's lovely. I can attest to it's the per- for me. I, th- I think it's the perfect travel vibrator. Does it warm up? <laughs> well, now maybe it's metal. Must be feel really nice. Partnership <laughs> down the road. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> How fun! Oh, this has been so amazing. Check our website. Check our Instagram. We are going to be announcing a Valentine's special. I actually just ran my first flash sale. I'd, I'd, I'd never done that a flash sale thing. I'm like, what? I felt very vibrant and hip. And yes, and we cool. shared that. <laughs> so it was so much fun. Like we we won the award. Um, was very excited. Wait, which award? We won best specialty product of the year. So we now have a matching set. Mazel. The touch just won this year. Thank you, thank you. Warm one last year, so they're sitting on my mantle. That's awesome. Big I literally was so excited. Like I was so honored and blessed and and like, wow, wow. Like you were saying, we went from this crazy idea, put all this hard work and sacrifices and time. And, and I sit there and go, oh my God, look, look, look what we did. That's so cool. So I, I genuinely wanted to give back. So we ran for 24 hours, buy touch, get warm for free. It was just a huge thank you. Whoa. LJ was like, just, I'd never talk to me about this again. I kept like, I don't even, don't ever show me the numbers of what we just gave away. <laughs> He's such a, like, you're doing what? Oh my God. But I had a fun. I really had a fun time. And it inspired me. We got such great feedback for Valentine's. We're going to be running by touch and get warm 50% off. Damn. So, I know, I know. $149 product, half off. You can have the complete set. They do go really well together. They're so complimentary. And I, I want people to be able to have them. I want as many people who, for, yeah. for medical or emotional or physical or, or I mean, I've had such, such great feedback. Anybody who, who, who wants to. Just them. to cuddle with when it's cold out. Oh my God, out. you can literally bring it to the gynecologist and then all gynecologists have speculum warmers. Right. What? Be the- like, but Could you put your speculum in here while while we go over my my notes? Seriously, while they're no. like weighing you and taking your blood pressure, oh. you're like I need to start. We could start. We could start. One hundred percent feel empowered to do that. And the touch, like put their little, you know. Yep. Oh, I'm. I'm a, my last. That actually, question. is very good for a gynecologist's office. The touch, right? Because they use those little individual packets to avoid cross contamination. Right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the warming function, but definitely the dispenser. Anyway, you were saying, Nicoletta. Dispenser's good. Um, yeah, my, my last question, because I'm such a hypochondriac, is um, 
This is what I was wondering, too. Cleaning. Yeah, Cleaning. yeah because bacteria Cleaning. obviously reproduces mm-hmm. better in warm environments, so I was wondering about this, too. Right, and also just cross-contaminating uh, lube. So let's say you can only be using water-based because you're doing some silicone you know, right? totally. toys. How do you clean? How do you switch it out? Total bacteria freak myself. It's more about five kids with hands. So that's like a lot of hands. And I'm going, did you wash your hands? Did you wash your hands? So it was really important to me in development. Warm, that's that's the reason I picked vegan material. The whole thing is wipeable with an anti-back. Um, leather Bo- can absorb. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and same, same with touch. Uh, touch, you can use like an alcohol wipe. Just wipe the entire outside of it down. And the inside part? The, the, the liner goes? on warm, when you open it up, there's that beautiful royal purple liner that mm-hmm. comes all the way off, just like a pillow sham, goes right into the washing machine. So that's warm. The whole thing is cleanable. Touch, again, I made it. There's, there's no reason to go inside, um, but there is a self-cleaning cycle. Well, self-cleaning kind of, there's a cleaning cycle. Um, pour out any residue that might be in there. Pour in alcohol. And then press and hold. There's only two buttons. One is off and on. One is changes the amount that can come out. That's a fun feature too. Um, So you just press and hold it and you'll see a continuous stream. So instead of you get a a flow and that's alcohol running all through the tubing, all through everything. Pour it out. Do a rinse with water. It's just kind of common sense, but it's yes. it's a common sense that needs to be spoken. Rinse your alcohol out. Yeah, not trying to put that in my butt. <laughs> don't want to don't want to touch your Volvo with that after. <laughs> and then just pour pour lube right back in there. Just That's so, so and or even if you wanted smart. to switch, like oh, I'll let you silicone this weekend. Now we want to switch to water, or you're, maybe your sweetie's traveling and you want massage oil in it for the weekend. You know, like oh, right. just whatever. So yeah, you can swap it out. Clean, safe. Um, yes, warm grows bacteria. And, and then again, your fingers aren't putting bacteria. There's right. no bacteria going into the system. Right. And both of them are completely cleanable. So. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking amazing. Love it. I so appreciate that. So women, so, women designers, right? We just, yeah, we you think, think of everything. everything. We think of everything. everything. Yes. We just so, do. dear listeners, if you're trying to get your hands and vulvas and whatever other body parts you have on All the parts. warm, go to experiencewarm.com to try and find it. And how else can people find what you are up to, dear Janine, on the interwebs? Ah, everything is, as you said, experience warm. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything is experience warm. Kind of easy to remember, like the experience I had, the experience I like I it. It's other an experience, people have, not right? a product. Experience. experience. Products. So experience warm. It's like an invitation too. come experience it and get hot. And if you want an invitation to experience Sluts and Scholars, you can find mm. us on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, and we can experience your emails at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. Thank you. Simone, that was another gold star. I saw it. Oh, <laughs> I've been such a good girl. 